you know where this is going. I'm Mike. I'm Darren. This is Popscorn. Welcome to Popscore on the Fans Demit Movie Review Podcast, and today the TV show review podcast that gets increasingly worse intros. I'm Mike. Are you? <laughs> That's the next line you say. I'm so. not doing it. We're <laughs> here. We're in the show. I'm still Mike. I'm still I didn't even mean to say I'm Mike. Just <laughs> I just filled the gap. It's that thing. We were talking on the last episode about how we, we actually listened back over our yes. previous episodes. It's just the thing creatives do. We're not weird. We definitely don't have an ego problem. No, don't listen no, to my no, review no, of no. Guardians 3 if you don't want that confirming. Oh, it's a whiplash, people. Go listen to it. I think that's why I'm so het up for this now. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting that episode. I know, right? I think Mandalorian's going to be a nice palate cleanser for us both. <laughs> Before we need to go to bed because uh yeah i don't have as many high and low emotions on uh on mandalorian season three as i did on guardians this 3. is not a complicated episode is it it is not because it's not a complicated series not really no uh mandalorian season three now streaming on disney plus follow-up to the book of boba fett weirdly because that real show didn't realize it could fucking sustain itself so this just realised fu- Boba's not in this. Boba's not in this. No. Nope. Um, and uh, quite a lot of those characters aren't either. This uh-huh. is very much a straight return to this is the Mando show. Yes. Even <laughs> though we've had... <laughs> Even then they fucking stretch that. Oh my so. fucking Christ. So, yeah, it's the third one. Everybody's back. The child is back. Yes. Grogu has returned to us. See, if you missed Bo- Book of Boba Fett... You have no idea You've what's going no on. No fucking chance. Not a fucking scooby like, doo. Wasn't he with Luke? Like, yeah. <laughs> where is Luke? No. Why is no one talking about the Jedi? Um, no, we uh, we get this instead. Where uh, again? Hope you watched a completely different TV series to understand what's going on. <laughs> I, I mean that for both Book of Boba Fett, but helps if you've seen the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, really does <laughs> at this point. Uh, just FYI, ahead of Ahsoka, mm. I am now trying to finally finish the Clone Wars so as I may then upgrade to watch Rebels yep. so I might have a holy hell of hope of knowing what's happening in Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need that. Because it's just Rebels. <laughs> it's Ahsoka and I, I'm going to have to name the other ones now. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I can do it, but can uh, you? Uh, uh, General Sendula? The green lady. Uh, the green Twi'lek. Is, is Sendula her last name? Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, she's in it. Uh, you've uh, been played by fucking the vision that is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. Fucking A. The fucking um, scene girl in our hearts. Um, the, 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 the purple cat lad uh-huh. is in this. Yep. Chopper. Yep, Chopper's there. And that's all. Oh, there's Edra Bridge, Bridger, but he's not in this necessarily, maybe. Oh, he hasn't been revealed at all. So, yet, but, but again, if you don't, if you haven't seen Rebels. Yep. And Sabine Wren, she's been revealed. That's the but one. Yeah, Ezra's the only now the only missing Hera. That's a name. I think it's Hera, the green one. Oh right, okay. Yeah, Hera, Chopper, Zeb, Sabine—they're all there. There's only Ezra missing. Right. I can't help but feel like that's on purpose. Um. So it, it, again, to go back to this, it helps if you've seen some of the Clone Wars to understand what is going on. Yeah. 
thankfully I've seen some of the relevant episodes that introduce uh, Bo-Katan Kreese. Yeah. But I'm happy to report he's just as fucking stupid in the Columbus as she is here. But yeah, so well, that, let's, let's talk about the big controversy. There's a controversy? Oh, yes. That this is no longer oh, fuck uh, a Dinjarin show. Okay. This is now a, a general, all-encompassing Mandalorian show. But turns out Pedro's about to cost a lot more for season four, so we best pivot into making it for the much less cheaper oh, you, Katie Sackhoff to lead. Do you think that's what it is? I think what we've seen, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you've already seen season three, this is a transition episode to move it away from Jindarin and make this the Bo-Katan Kree show. Right. And I cannot stress how little of a shit I give about Bo-Katan Kree. <laughs> That's not even me saying that it's a bad character or that it's any way less narratively interesting than Dinjarin was. I, But I just can't bring myself to care about about the plight of the Mandalorians as much as I thought I was going to. Because mm. turns out I just want more... We, we're no longer doing serialised problem of the week stuff like we were doing old westy type stuff we were doing in the yeah, first season yeah, yeah. into a lesser extent season two we are now doing full mandalorian deep lore shit mm. and i'm just not here for it here's the thing right mm. that would be really cool if they were going down the game of thrones route yes i want to believe I, I i'm i'm ruining the ending up top by not telling you what the ending is but telling you what the ending isn't slight spoiler alert kind of the ending to this isn't a fight for the leadership of Mandalore. No. And it fucking should have been. Yes. I feel like you've endeared audiences to Din Djarin. Yes. You've endeared audiences to Grogu. And that is the dynamic you come to expect. If that is what you're expecting from this series, you are dead fucking wrong. Mm. <laughs> it is not concerned. Even though we went through the, that whole two to three episode arc of yes. getting Grogu back from Luke, uh-huh. the show does not give a shit about Grogu anymore. No. That's 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 not who we're attached to. Like you say, yep. why should I give two shits about Bo-Katan Kreese? Yes. I mean, I've seen Clone Wars. Yes, but so, so. you've got the you've got the, the, the context for why it's important yeah, to her. Yeah. I kinda do, but also don't have it fully. Mm. If you don't have any context for who this lady in the shit hair is, like yep. like why would you give a single fucking shit? What that that fucking secondary character from the second season is now back and we're meant to care. Like yeah. I, this is a wishy-washy series. It's got some great fucking episodes, but like... One or two really, really strong ones, but for the most part, it's a it's a show trying to find its story. It uh, Ultimately, we know it's leading to a movie. Yes. Where all of the characters from these series, so from this and Ahsoka and potentially Rebels and uh-huh. all these things are supposedly going to come back together. Right to do Heir to the Empire. Let's yes. be real, that's what they want to do. They're uh-huh. bringing back Thrawn. They're, yes. They are signalling so hard, we're just going to do Heir to the Empire. Yes. Which, in a world where the sequels don't exist, mm. and let's just hold on that thought for a moment. That's a nice thought. It is. Do you want to talk about Solar Celebration real quick? Because we are getting more sequely um, set stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting so... the Ray. The the Ray movie, so it's basically part ten Yoda's bar mitzvah. Ha yes. ha, funny joke. That that's happening. Yes, Ray's starting a new Jedi order. Grogu might be there, probably. It just makes sense. And then um, Tyker's film is supposedly still happening. Yes, Rogue Squadron has fallen into the shadow realm. That it has. Fucking, it's Top Gun in space. I know. Who the fuck do you fuck that up? It well, should be so fucking easy to um, pitch this thing. I know. We're getting skeleton crew. Yep. 
that looks Soon, fine. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, what was it? I feel like there was another movie they announced, but I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, they showed was. the trailer for the Acolyte. That was it. That yes, looks yes. pretty fucking. Um, and then yeah, it would have been Dave Filoni's um, thing. See, this is the thing. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of competing voices here mm. that I feel like has led to it being a wishy washy. Dave Filoni wants to do deep law shit to to the tech case yep. come home at nauseam. Then you've got. Um, uh, John Favreau, who really liked Boba Fett and made a Boba Fett show, and yep. now he's like, oh, have I still got to fucking do this? All right, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Disney, who's like, no, no, we need those Grogu uh, toy sales, so just yep. make him and, important. And we're going to go ahead and make uh, a movie for everybody that enjoyed the sequels, which is the critics. Yes. We're just going to make a film for them. Yeah. If that's fine. So, I... yeah, when <laughs> it is a period of civil unrest. Ah! That would be quite nice. <laughs> And then over there, you've got Pedro Pascal going, please, can I go fucking home? <laughs> I don't need the shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, Pedro, we're going to need that line one more time. Apparently, he's... <sighs> I was in the last of us. Yeah, apparently, he's very rarely there. That's such a shame, isn't uh, it? But they, the re- apparently, he was never meant... To, by design, he was meant to be the voice of Din Djarin as opposed to being the body. Mm. So, But they tried to pay him voice actor pay, not actor pay. Mm. He protested, so as in, well, you're going to have to take the helmet off at least once a season. Notice this season, you don't, you don't see Pedro's face. No, you don't. So I think there's been a fraying of the of the lines, a little bit of a little bit of frustration between the two. But he did do the suit acting for season one, didn't he? he for the most part, it was him, but yeah. apparently it's been diminishing returns. Yeah. The There's an entire episode of season two where it's not him in the suit at all, because yeah. he was on Broadway at the time. Yeah. So I feel like all of this has paid to this being... The weakest season of by far. It's not yeah. Book of Boba Fett by no, a no, long no, no. shot. Much more enjoyable than it's that. It's still enjoyable. But there's a plenty of just ho-hum episodes this season. Yeah. And, it, and a lot of it feels of retreading of stuff we've already done that just leads me to just have a bit of a sour taste in my mouth for it. If like... Or just stuff that just doesn't feel narratively like the end of the road. Because no. the, the, the series very much ends you with, this could have been the end. Mm. If, had we not known that the Favreau movie and the Ahsoka series, not the Favreau movie, the Air to the Empire movie, the yes. Ahsoka series, Skeleton Crew, and a bunch of other stuff was coming, yeah. we could have been convinced this was the end of the story. Nope. You know, a neat trilogy. These things tend to rhyme. Yeah, that was the fucking thing I wanted to say in the Guardians thing. Go on. Um, it's a bit late, but go, all right. Really, really, really quickly. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars. How so? Uh, it's a trilogy yeah. where the first one is pretty good and gets you involved. Uh-huh. The second one is the best thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And the third one is not quite as good, but manages to round it out in a somewhat compact way. Okay, fair enough. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is the original trilogy. Back to fucking Mando season three. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was such a good point. I should have fucking... <laughs> no, you should, Why don't, don't I just make edit notes? It, edit it back in, babe. It's fine. <laughs> no one will know. going to have to do that. So, fucking this is absolutely fine and there are episodes they they try and do the bottle episodes yep. but then they just they have to inject that little bit of here's your here's your ongoing story yeah and it ultimately just isn't interesting and the there's a version of this story where the whole thing took place on mandalore yes that would be fucking cool i i think yeah the the, the liberation of mandalore is clearly the story they want to tell mm. But there's a lot of moving parts they have to move into it. This is what I mean. Like the Dave Filoni's obsession with deep law is problematic here because we have to explain and go through so many like 
law loops in order to get them just to be a simple action set piece at the end. Mm. Like, we have to go back to Mandalore to cleanse you in the waters to do this, and then you have to exit this, but you've taken your helmet off, so you have to be this, and da 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 And I feel like this slavish, like, um, devotion to kayfabe is in some way quite endearing. Mm. That It feels like, no, this isn't a corporate exercise necessarily. This is being done by a full-on fucking Star Wars nerd. Yep. But to the same point, does that make for interesting television most of the time? I would argue not. Nor do I think that this is the show to do it on. If you want to do that, create a show that is deep lore shit. Mandalorian, the best thing about season one, was it was a pretty straightforward narrative. Yeah. It was a cool guy and his fucking surrogate son going around solving problems and being a sheriff. It yes. was a western. Yes. This now feels almost like Dune level of dense. Mm. And I, I just don't think it handles it very well. At least for me. I No, I get that. And, and I come away with at least one or two episodes where I'm like, when it, when it stopped being that, it worked better. And there's some points of the deep lore that is quite nice. But you can't help feeling that, like, the main problem with this is that they're kind of done with Din Djarin, So they've had to put him into an almost Mario-level fucking character stasis where he doesn't change mm. at all. He's very inconsequential to the show that's meant to be about him. Yeah. That's the problem, is that they've created a character that people really resonated with. Yes. I really resonated with Din Djarin. Uh-huh. I think he's fucking great. Yeah. The foil of giving a ca- of the rough-and-tumble fucking bounty hunter, cold-ass motherfucker, yes. and then going, you've now got parental rights yes. to this small, weird, green baby. Yes. And him having to change how he operates. And, you know, there's, at the very end of this series, it's like, I'm only going to take on certain jobs because I'm a fucking dad now. Yes. And like, yeah, that was the fun conceit. Mm. It's then, understandably, quite difficult to then go, but we want to do Mandalorian Civil War. It's like, would yeah, Din Djarin would not give a singular no. fucking shit about that. But the interesting part, the interesting setup from the end of season two, outside of giving away Grogu to Luke, yeah, yeah. was... Mando's now got the dark saber. Yes, and much like the responsibilities of parenthood, he's now got the responsibility of being the leader of the Mandalorian race. Yes, this series had a perfect springing off point. Yeah, that it does zilch with. Absolute fuck all. That's the big problem. I think now partly because he's a quite silent, not the he's a strong silent type. I think I have similar issues to the characters I did to John Wick. Of like, if you're going to keep him stoic and you're going to keep him pretty light on the dialogue, mm. and especially since he can't even emote with his face, at least John Wick can do that. Doesn't he chooses not to, but he could do. <laughs> I feel like there's a there's a there's a there's an end of the road to this character where you just you can't take him that far. The, the, the setup has kind of crippled them in that. Well, yeah, we we, we want to keep him like that, and this is what I mean. They then have to just basically have to. You've got two choices: kill him or keep him locked in this status and then have other people have to do the plotting and the acting around him. Mm. But I don't think they've managed to manufacture a character anywhere near as fun or endearing or likeable as Din Djarin, thus creating the problem that this show is having now and may potentially get worse yeah. if he's actually Pedro Pascal's like, I'm good, lads. I'll pop up <laughs> for a cameo here and there, but I'm not being your main star anymore. I've got films and big TV shows to deal with. You, you've got to think that they're they're doing that Air to the Empire movie with the sole fucking reason of getting to put Mando front and centre on a movie poster. I'd have thought so. I really want to do that. doesn't look like the rate we're going, though. Uh-uh. So, again, this is why they're 
going to Katie Sackhoff and making Bo-Katan Kreese. Now, arguably, at least the co-main character, mm. if not, I wouldn't be surprised by season four edging her ahead. And I think Katie Sackhoff does fine with what she's given. Yeah. But I just don't care. <laughs> I cannot bring myself to care about this lady in her shit wig and, 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 and all the helmet on, helmet off shite. Yeah. I thought I'd be more into it, but uh, there, there's a disconnect somewhere that I'm not quite figured out what it is. Like I say, there's a version of this in a draw where the final fight is between Mando and Bo-Katan Kreese. Yeah. And I want to see that version. I think there's even a version where the final fight is as it is and Mando dies. I was convinced yeah. beyond words that he was going down. Like, what's the <laughs> last interesting thing to do with this character? Sacrifice him for Grogu. Yeah. I was like, and I would have been perfect fine with that. Bit of a spoiler, I guess. Din Djarin <laughs> makes it out. Din Djarin's fine. Din Djarin's fine. Grogu's fine. But, yeah, I this, this could have been avoided is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All of these are problems of their own making. Mm. And they all could have been avoided. And instead, we get this... It just feels like... It feels like a stiff turd you're trying to push in. <laughs> that can feel satisfying at points. But he's a bit stodgy for the most part. <laughs> like, I don't even have the episode breakdown in front of me necessarily. Because a lot of them, I've just kind of like... Well, the first two episodes are basically a back-to-back story um, of going to Mandalore to go and cleanse yes. yourself in the waters. Fair yes. enough. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the one thing, the one characteristic I do like about Din Djarin that's consistent is he's fucking stupid. <laughs> Walked into a big fucking open swimming pool in full-ass metal best car armour yep. and immediately sinks. <laughs> and apparently doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> okay, ah! I thought, oh, Shit. something's grabbed him. Nope. <laughs> oh, I thought something had grabbed him. No, he just got into open water and sank. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't think he's the best choice to be in charge of Grogu. Lads probably should have left him with Luke. True, and the thing is, that's all works because he doesn't know how to use the dark saber. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't even try and learn to use the dark saber. No, he's like, fuck it. This is just a big glowy knife I've you got. Fucking have it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so then you get the the. I think after that you get the bottle episode where it's. Uh, Oh no, Paz Vizsla... Oh wait, no, no. After that you get the uh, episode that's basically a Coruscant episode. Yeah, the the one that's got nothing to do with him. It's all to do with the, the Dr. Pershing from the second... It's our first season. Yeah. The cloney guy. Mm. And we get uh, the lady that was the big Xena-looking woman from Ant-Man and Quantumania back to... Is that who that was? That's who that was. Oh. She's been in a Marvel thing. She was in a Marvel thing and a MCU thing basically simultaneously. It's pretty much the same week. Yeah. So, uh, yes, that was at least a slightly interesting episode. Yeah. Nicely different parts of Coruscant. I'll tell you what it made a great case for. Mm. Let's revive 1313 as a series. Fuck yes, we should do 1313. Mm. That's on the the heaven list. Yep. I'm playing that when I get up there. (laughs) Um, Although that apparently ended with you were playing as Boba Fett the whole time. Yeah, I heard, but mm. I I mean, that's still fine. Yeah. where was I going with this? <laughs> don't, uh, yeah, I so, don't need so, Mortimer Morrison in my life. No. Um, what was episode four? Uh, that was the one where Paz Vizsla's kid gets kidnapped by a pterodactyl. Oh, right, yeah. So that was a bottle episode. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. Like, fine. They, they had some cool aerial combat. Yeah. That was kind of cool. I'm still waiting for my fucking space battle in this fucking series. They really don't want to do it's space called battles, Star Wars. I know. Um, five? Uh, then it was the episode where... I'm trying to remember which one was the one where I truly didn't give a fuck. Um, that might have been this one. That was a bit sleepy. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, I can't fucking... Like, I'm glazing over just reading this. Yeah. I think... I think... Was this the one where they, they went back... Yeah, because they go to Navarro. Yes. Um, oh, with the pirates, yeah. Yeah, the ship pirates thing. They fight off some things. That's when they give Grogu the mech. Oh, yeah, they, they, they had to get Grogu more involved in the combat, I guess. So they, they cannibalize IG-11's body and put <laughs> Grogu in it and give him yes and no buttons. I'll be honest with you, it was dumb, but I really love that. Anything <laughs> Grogu does, it's fine. Like, as great. much as this show can't do anything right sometimes, it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> I just want to see Grogu do stuff. Yeah. I am ready for him to start talking. Yeah. I, again, it feels like you've got to do that or you've got to kill him. Like You've got those two options. I mean, they're that... not going to kill him. No, they're not going to kill him. I, I reckon he's front and centre on that poster for the Ray building the Jedi Order. hundred fucking percent. Him being a fucking Mandalorian Jedi hybrid. Why would you bother otherwise? I know, right? Then there was another bottle episode. Then it, it was uh, uh, Star Wars isn't for nerds anymore. <gasps> oh, the Jack Black <laughs> episode. We... I think spoilers are out of the way, aren't they? Should Everyone's we... in Jack Black and Lizzo. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Jack Bla- the Jack Black and Lizzo episode. But no one's talking about how they got fucking Christopher Lloyd in. Oh, yeah, they did. That was nice. Yeah, that was a that was an odd episode. There's, there's Again, so many odd episodes. I didn't hate it, but it no. was just weird. Yeah. It, the laser focus that we had. I know they tried, they tried to do overarching stories in the mm. first one. And I mean, that's more typical of a problem of the week where they went to this planet to go and kill some battle droids because it's where Axe Wolves and uh, Sasha Banks, I can't remember her Star Wars name. No, yes, Sasha name. Banks, who gives Sasha a Banks shit? were on that planet and to get to them, they had to go and solve this problem, I mm. guess. I'm, I'm really, I, also, Axe Wolves is a stupid name. It's a fucking dumb name. Then I get, I think the next episode is then going back to Mandalore? Uh, or yeah. am I skipping a step? No, no, no. You're exactly right. They, right. There's a bit on Navarro where they, where they. Oh no, that's the episode where they give him the fucking, the 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 mech suit. Yes, it is. But then they go back to Mandalore and then your finale. Yes, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, I genuinely think the finale was the only one I can like go hand on heart. I enjoyed that episode. Very little flaws. Everything yeah. else had a had a big asterisk next to it of either. I'm not engaging with the plot you're telling here, lads. Mm. Or I feel you're doing you're making wrong decisions with these characters. This this series kind of fell into a lot of MCU trappings where yeah. there was where there was a lot of stuff I liked spread out across eight episodes. Yeah. There wasn't like it wasn't like in season uh the thing is I enjoyed every fucking episode in season one. I'm pretty sure it was both of their Number ones that year for TV. Yeah. And I'd I think, be very surprised if it wasn't. And I think season two, I enjoyed every episode. It's probably up well. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is obviously by default going to be a lesser product. But it this is. was like in the first episode, it was like, oh, we get to see more. You know, we're going, we're going back and seeing all the the gang and the pit droids on Tatooine and that, and mm. and then in the second one, it's like, oh my god, is that Babu Frick? And just yeah. like cool little little nuggets like that of just, and then in the Coruscant episodes like oh we're gonna seed the sequel trilogy yes. and it's like okay so this is this is an exercise in world building mm. and I appreciate it for that but when are we gonna get to the cool Mando shit exactly that my I, I will be less harsh on this season if a season four is excellent and I can look back on this as definitely Hallows Part One mm. of the necessary like hard turd we have to push out 
in order to get a much better season four. Yeah. Uh, we, we need this as a transition one to put all the pieces in place for that show to be excellent. Or whether they they had the cost-saving exercise on this series yes. to save money to pay Pedro to be the lead in the end of the movie. Empire. Yeah. You're probably right on that. But I, I come away with only a few, like, high points. Mm. Chief among which, it was the most beautiful thing of the whole show. Yeah. Was Ahmed Best coming back yes. to be Keller in Beck? Now I will point out we still hate Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and how much of that you want to you want to attribute to, to Ahmed Best is up to you. But the man was put through the fucking mill by this fan base. It's, it's this is the thing you have to remember about a lot of Star Wars fans is that like any subculture or yes. indeed the planet, most people are cunts. They are, and Star Wars fans. Chief among which. Chief among which, especially yeah. the discourse around the Jack Black episode. Uh-huh. But yeah, we we typically haven't, well, for some reason, two people typically haven't been kind to Ahmed Best, even though he didn't write that. No. That's George Lucas, yes. who you're all really excited to get back. I remind you, he invented Jar Jar. He did, very much so. But that was lovely, that he's the one that saved Grogu. That's so good. And it's a deep pull. From like a, a fucking Takeshi's Castle game show they had on Disney Plus that Ahmed Best hosted in character as Keller and Beck. No Did way. Did you not know that? No, There's something I called didn't. like Jedi Temple Adventures or whatever. Yeah. And it's Takeshi's like, uh, like, uh, like, like Funhouse or yeah, fucking, yeah. you know. Um, it was Wipeout for Kids. Yeah, for Bayard, etc. It's a knockout. For, yes, but for kids, but... He's the host as Keller Keller and Beck in character. And then they canonised him. And they've canonised him as as not only as a fucking badass dual-wielding Jedi that saves Grogu. And it makes sense because he's looking after younglings in that show Mm. and he's still doing that now. Yeah. That's the best thing about this series. That's beautiful. Everything else is is a fucking chasm behind (laughs) this. It doesn't matter. No, it was lovely. Everyone was so happy to see him. Oh, it was nice. Yep. We've oh. redeemed Ahmed Be- Like, Kenobi, for all of its fucking ills, re- yes. redeemed Hayden Christensen. That it did. And now we've redeemed Ahmed Best. Yes. Jake Lloyd, get by your phone. <laughs> it's your time, my we brother. Can, we can do it. Stop selling real estate in Idaho, whatever it is you're doing. Come back to the light. Um, so, yeah, that was my favourite bit of the whole show. Mm. And it lasted for maybe 30 seconds. But it was, it was, you got a good like chase he, sequence out of it. He got to blow up some pit. He got to kill some stormtroopers and do a cool chase. So fair enough. Welcome back, Army Best. Fucking a. Um, Sorry, I've just as we were doing that, you were like, uh, and you said, you know, in the last couple of seconds, I was like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I then said, oh, imagine if we got a movie that was like just just the night of Order sixty six, mm. and then I went, that's a fucking raid movie. That is a fucking raid movie. Could you do a raid movie? Oh my god! About a group of Jedi's trying to get off Coruscant, trapped in the Jedi Temple, having to fight their way out of it. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Can we do another Star Wars pitch? We can always do more Star Wars pitches, Michael. I am always on fucking board. Um, so my only, the the only episode again, I have no flaws was with the final, which means I have to go after spoilers to talk about it. Yeah. So should we say? Yeah, it, if you liked Mando, you'll like this series, but it's not as good as the previous. It's two. a weak one. Yeah, it's it. I I saw my wife interest waning week by week. It's mm. like she'd look as if Grogu was doing something, but that was about it. I am more than ready for them to do something really drastic in season four. Yeah, 
maybe Ahsoka's the one that pushes the Thrawn agenda that now means that's going to play more into season four. Well, it looks like it's going to have Dark Jedis as well. So That it does. Mm. So that could be interesting. But um, yeah, it, like, it, it's still Star Wars. It's still fine. Yeah. But I need season four to get better. Otherwise, this is then a, a half good, half bad season and I don't need that. Nope. Spoiler alert! I will admit yep. that Final Fight on Mandalore it's fucking A. It's pretty fucking good, isn't fucking, it? Fucking, as much as I have the, the things about not really connecting with Bo-Katan Kreese, seeing her charge at the front of the fucking line, yeah. Darksider held in front of her with all the jetpacks coming in to fight <laughs> the Dark Troopers, was fucking A. And jetpack combat. Jetpack combat was dope. Oh. We got to see the fucking, um, not Gamorrean guards, what are they called? Uh, pr- Praetorian, Praetorian guards guard coming yep. and royally fuck actually, up Mando. Actually, do something. That was they nice. killed Paz Vizsla. Yeah, they fucking did. Um, Even Moff- John Favreau has been written out. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Paz he's, Vizsla. he's Paz. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Moff Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> they put him in power up. <laughs> and he looked like Giancarlo Esposito doesn't need all these bells and whistles to be a good villain, right? No, no, he's no, no. always a good villain. He's been a good villain in three separate things, including <laughs> the second and first season of The Mandalorian, for fuck's yeah. sake. I don't feel like you needed to give the boy power up. <laughs> Mandalorians are nothing without their toys and tricks, which is why exactly why I've built myself a fucking suit. Look at all my toys and tricks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go, random bullshit. Look that. <laughs> What a weird fucking turn. Uh, obviously, it was, it was telegraphed from, like, real early on in the series. Like, oh, his ship never made it. Yeah. He never made it. Yeah. I was like, okay, Lance, where is he then? He's he him. went to Mandalore. Yeah. He's having conversations with, let's be real, the First Order. Yes. So and they oh they they had uh, uh yeah Hooks's dad is Hooks's there. dad is in there and he's being played by not Domhnall Gleeson the other one the other his brother secondary Gleeson the other the third Gleeson yes because there's also Brendan um um and he he's playing Hooks's dad yes and it's very and he's like in his inner first order uniform so it's like yep, yep heir to the Empire he, he's basically going to be that point. I, I don't know what that film's called. I'm, I'm no, called... I, 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 Air of the Empire makes sense. It, if it's... Dave Lone is doing it, fucking Mr. Law himself. Yeah, it's going to then... just be the books. Did you see the video of um, Sam Whittaker where he said the one time that we out Star Wars Dave Filoni? Yes. And it's like he wrote a speech for uh, Anakin yep. um, to speak to Shimmy mm. and saying, oh, I've met this woman and I fell in love with her and I hope oh, one day I'd love for you to meet her. And someone had to point out to Dave Filoni that Padme did meet Shimmy. Yeah. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, we got the prick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> There's a great video of Sam Witwer talking about why he why he loves George Lucas. Have you seen that video? No. Oh, it's, it's just like, it's him talking at a, a con. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's... Probably one of the most inspirational fucking things I've heard in ah. that. But anyway, he plays Darth Maul. Yes. And he's like a character who has only been saved because George Lucas wasn't allowed near him. Paying not much attention to the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. And let the man in the silly cowboy hat do it all for him. <laughs> yeah. Hearing him describe how he got into Star Wars, like, man, this guy, this guy knows his shit. I need to listen to that. Sam Whitman is like, he's a contender for like, he's not like, He's not Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, no. But he's 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 surrounded. He's in the Sergeant Peppers of, of, <laughs> of, uh, of Fallon's Tale. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
is there anything you want to talk about in depth? Because I, I feel like I've said everything. It was such a, like a wishy washy season. I hated how they um, got round giving Bo Katan the dark saber. Oh, this fucking elder one bullshit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, well, technically speaking, because of X, Y, and Z. Was it might be more powerful for Din to go? Doesn't matter. You're clearly the leader. Here you go. Yeah, like the the. And again, if this if this series was the war for Mandalore, mm. and like these two separate factions that like because the armor is like I'm gonna be the fucking kingmaker. Yes, I choose Bo-Katan Kryze. Yes, it would have been then cool for then Pazwin to be like, yeah, but he's got the dark saber. He's the real leader. And yep. then Mandalorian civil war. Yes, that might have been nice, but like they just go like. Well, technically, I was incapacitated by this thing, and Bo-Katan kicked its ass. So technically, she's got the Dark Saber. So here you fucking go, which which means that for a good couple of hours, the right and true leader of Mandalore was some kind of weird robot spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fucking weird one. I I didn't like that. I I thought it's... I thought there was narrative potential in the idea of him being a reluctant leader, and then kind of like starting to assume the role, and then yeah. being challenged by the fucking crown princess. Like that's cool. And even the opposite is true. I think there's there's pairing going. The reason the Mandalorians are so fucked is because we're so, like, like slavish to the fucking, mm. law, but all of their little different interpretations. Because they need to talk about fucking modern day religions. Wouldn't mm. that be nice? But no. And then you could have gone. This is not the way. This is not the way. Fuck the dark saber off. Chuck that shit off a cliff. I'm the fucking leader because I'm the most qualified to do this and I'm going to lead us into fucking battle. Take the power back from this fucking artifact holding all the power. But they don't even do that because then Moff Gideon breaks it and then he's yep. like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> and like, I, uh, th- there was a lot of ways God, to go that with was, this. That was unceremonious. Like, we, yep. we, they've had, the, because the, the point of having Star Wars TV shows is to go, right, okay, the fucking Space Wizards space opera yes. is happening over there. This is the down and dirty shit. Yes. So that when a lightsaber turns up that series, it's like a big fucking yeah, yeah. thing. And then they just they just that's <laughs> that fucked. All right. Like, that's been the the basis of Dave Filoni's fucking career, and they yep. just snapped it into. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways they could have gone, and instead they went with. There's no decision I can point to in this entire show that I'm like, that was unequivocally the best decision. Yeah. That I can't point to and say not that we could do a better job but like i feel like you could have done a better job yeah if you're paying as much attention and fucking you know uh focus as you did in the first two seasons there's a there's a there's a way that still gets you from point a to point b you still end up in the same point you do at the end of season three Mm. but it's a much more satisfying series by the end point exactly and there's no level of perfection as there was at the end of season two like Grogu calls out to the Jedi, one X-Wing turns up, yes. the audience has already filled in the yes. gap. There's nothing like that. Mando does get a cool action sequence on a par with Luke where he's playing through oh, the, yeah. the episode one weird laser door things. Yeah, um, Which, not to bring them up in every single fucking review, New Rockstars is a brilliant breakdown of the practicalities of that section <laughs> of how everything has to inform the next fight because of what he's lost and what he's gained. Yeah, that was fucking cool. That was real fucking yeah, cool. It's... And I did like the... Because um, once they've discovered Gideon's base on Mandalore, yes. and they just they have a scene where the Mandalorians just wreck shop, yeah, yeah. and it's all corridor work, yes. and it's just him and Bo-Katan fucking back and forth. And yeah. I'm like, this is actually brilliant. 
it's just a shame that they then they, they always feel the need to punctuate it with just weird shit like mm. we're just gonna after after building up the mysticism of the dark side we're just gonna snap it in two after making this a you know the refounding of mandalore we're just gonna make it fucking people running around corridors yep. even though i did enjoy that and then the end of this series mm. Oh, we're building up to a movie with all the Mandoverse characters. Yes. Next is Ahsoka dealing with all the the fallout of the Jedi from from, and all these characters are going to be in play. Come to Mando Butter Farm. Fuck you. Yeah, he's retired now. Yep, that's it. He's I, done. I feel like that's their like. Let's move this character into purgatory so that if we do need him, he's not dead or incapacitated or without the will to fight. But if we don't need him, he's over there retired with Grogu. Hmm. Uh, again, yeah, that feels like that's that's done to give themselves a, like a safety net. Mm. So for whatever they want to do, whatever they can do by the time season four rolls around, whether they have paid up the big bucks for Pedro, mm. or if they haven't, he's fine. He's in a he's in a holding pattern over there somewhere. But... Yeah. If we lived in a reality where King Charles, sorry, um, Snoke mm. was could could or both or both could be fed into this this story. They have brought up Project Necromancer. Yeah. Which, rising the dead can only really... Unless it's a fucking red herring for the sake of it, that is pointing towards Which Palpatine stuff. fucking weird. Yeah. So, like, they could, be doing, they could be doing that, and then, like, the rise of Snoke. Yes. What more of a brilliant way to put Mando and Grogu on ice than going, something more powerful than Palpatine, at least initially, is coming, mm-hmm. and it's Force-sensitive, and it knows... And that's the reason to put them on ice. Yes. Them just going and then they bought a farm and were happy. Is it doesn't, it doesn't feel narratively conclusive. Even though it could end there, yeah. it just feels like that's how you're ending this story. That's the reason why yeah. they don't turn up in any of the sequels. Okay, sure. It's a bit worrying that we've now had back to back perfectly mediocre Star Wars TV shows. Yeah, a little bit, isn't it? Because Andor wasn't much better than these, I would have said. Oh, the, the fucking... Everybody's done the 180 on, on Andor. They're like, no, it's actually the best fucking Star Wars. It's not, though, is it, lads? No. Season 2 sounds promising. We are literally doing the three days that precede Rogue, Rogue One. One. Okay. All right, fine. But, well, yeah, it's not in a great place at the moment, Star Wars. We didn't even go to Star Wars Celebration. And it was in this beautiful country. I imagine the smell was horrendous. Um, oh, God, can you imagine? Sweet Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, there, even, there is a big piece of Star Wars media out there that's doing really well. There is. However, neither of us have played it. No. <laughs> Just, Jedi Survivor's doing phenomenally well. All the reviews look great. I've seen some playthroughs of it that look great. I sent you the uh, the American approved version the other day where you <laughs> yeah. can give him a mullet and a gun and just <laughs> do, it, do it as the Lord intended. Um, the Empire was about states' <laughs> rights. <laughs> so that will be my, my uh, new game plus playthrough when yep. I get around to it. But unfortunately for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, it's, it's done what we call a zero, zero horizon yep. and come out far too fucking close to the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Oh, God. Did I own s- it. Did, did I could s- go home and play it right the fuck now. I'm not going to. Because <laughs> I don't want to forget plot details. Did you see the other day that, like, it, it was like, rumour, Horizon 3 is in development. And all the comments just said, I guess that's confirmation about the next Legend of Zelda game then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nintendo were petty bitches and they, yeah. will, not be, uh, they will not be dissuaded. Um, yeah, I, I want to play, I want to enjoy it, but I want to give it its time. Because I... I when, when Horizon came out and I didn't think I was getting Breath of the Wild, I got it. And even though I love that game, I played it and was like, 
I'm not engaging with it because I know yeah. I, 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 I'm playing, I'm, I'm here with this woman, but I'm actually thinking about the side chick over there. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that cup that was Camilla Parker Bowles giving side chicks hope since 19... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looked like fucking Palpatine. Yeah, she fucking did. As Charles was getting his tits rubbed with oil or whatever. Good. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say something when I was talking about Horizon and then I cut you off. Yeah, so like everyone's like, oh, there's the Zelda's game coming out. But one fucking guy made the best joke, which was, if ever there was a time for Gabe Newell to suddenly make Half-Life 3, it's when Horizon 3 comes out, just so it's not even the biggest no. three that year. Uh-uh. Oh, that's funny. That cursed fucking game. <laughs> uh, I, 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 real quick, whilst we're on Tangent Country, mm. um, I did play the uh, DLC. Excellent. Uh, the Burning Shores. Yes. Fine. It's more of the same. Um, uh, do you intend to play it? I've got Horizon, so like... I will not do the joke I was going to do. Well, you do what you want. I don't give a no, shit. No, I don't want to Well, kind of. <laughs> um, it's... I, I may already sent it to you. It's... PlayStation exclusives confirming the sexuality of their female characters in not the way you might expect. Uh, uh, hand. Oh, I've already been spoiled about that. So it's dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, finally, that's what we do in DLCs these days. It's just <laughs> ten, le- ten lesbian content. <laughs> ten lesbian content. That's what that stands for. Fucking hell, it gives Aloy more of a character, so yep. cool. Thumbs up. <laughs> Whatever works. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. The ending boss fight's a hell of a thing, both for good and for bad. Oh. But, yeah, look forward to that. Um, banging. That was less than 45 minutes, which is a lot shorter than the Guardian's review. So, <laughs> happy days. Plug away, Michael. You can go find me on Twitter and Instagram and add that, Michael. And you can go find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and add the Guttridge. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the username Fallien T. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up your RSS feed under the username Fallien T or Fallen T Podcast, depending on the service that you're using. And, of course, go on to FallenStainment.com for all of this and more. If you haven't already listened to the long overdue review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with some surprises, I recommend you go and listen to that right the fuck now. It's a roller coaster. We also reviewed um, the Mario movie, John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons, and Hogwarts Legacy. You can go listen to all those as well. Coming up, Darren. Very, very soon. We will eventually get ready to doing Star Wars Jedi Survivor <laughs> in the not too distant us. future. <laughs> But we will have to do Tears of the Kingdom first. We will. Which should... Well, you you might have a few more time constraints than I do, but it will be nice to be able to review this game where it's not just me telling you about Breath of the Wild as was the first review. Oh, God, yeah, because you had my I had Wii your U. console, yeah. and you had my Horizon. Um, so yeah, we will be getting to that very, very soon. Uh, we are not miles away from... Uh, miles away from yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's a uh, fucking kingmaker for it's you. Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, we also have uh, Secret Invasion, yeah, yep. another Disney TV show that we're not particularly keen on at the second. Um, <laughs> it's also coming up very, very soon. And I'm sure there's much more in between. I'm sure there's plenty. In fact, let's take a quick look at the other movies coming out this uh, yeah, I year. I feel like I forgot something. Will we be doing The Flash? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I mean, don't know if I want to give him money, but I, I kind of want to see it. They keep putting Michael Keaton in front of me. Going, yeah. you remember when Batman was cool? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I do remember when Batman was cool. So we shall see. Um, so that's coming up 
is that before Spider-Verse? Same month, but I don't know whether it's before it. In all fairness, that's a packed month is June, because they've got Spider-Verse 2, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, which, if it's as good as Bumblebee, maybe. Mm. The Flash and, and Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. You don't want to like it. No, and I don't want to And then you hear the like music, it. and then you're like, yeah, go get him, Indy. So <laughs> we're going to have to see. Spielberg's seen it. And Spielberg says it's good. Yep. I am not one to question Spielberg. I will have to go back and see if he said the same thing about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But there we are. He, if no less an authority than Steven Spielberg is happy with it, who might judge? We've got a continuously uh, weird summer box office because we'll have the uh, truly cursed double feature of Oppenheimer and Barbie nice. in July, as well as the Marvels, which was filmed on someone's garage. Yep. Um <laughs> Why have they made a Gran Turismo movie? I don't know. I haven't even seen the fucking trailer. I was like, oh, that's going to suck David ass, Harbour and Orlando Bloom in a Who Gran knew? Turismo movie. And of course, it, this it would have happened by this point, but happy Eurovision, everybody. Oh, God, yeah. It would have been the... We should have said it in the Guardians review because yeah. that's going to be the week of it. I Eurovision. haven't heard our song. I haven't heard <laughs> any songs I don't intend to. <laughs> I've only heard one. And it is the German entry. Uh-huh. We're going to have a good time. I've seen the the guy singing the Finnish entry. Oh, with that weird green knot coat. Oh, he's got the anti-shirt from School of Rock that yep. Spider wears. I'm like, oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> one, one. All of that and more coming up on FailEntertainment.com very, very soon. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.